This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. In a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act, George Orwell once wrote. Indeed, and when exposing a crime is treated as committing a crime, you are being ruled by criminals. In the current governmental climate, where laws that run counter to the dictates of the Constitution are made in secret, passed without debate, and upheld by secret courts that operate behind closed doors, obeying one's conscience and speaking truth to power of the police state can render you an enemy of the state. That list of so-called enemies of the state is growing. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange is merely the latest victim of the police state's assault on dissidents and whistleblowers. On April 11, 2019, police arrested Assange for daring to access and disclose military documents that portray the U.S. government and its endless wars abroad as reckless, irresponsible, immoral, and responsible for thousands and thousands of civilian deaths. Included among the leaked materials was a gun sight video footage from two U.S. AH-64 Apache helicopters engaged in a series of air-to-ground attacks while American crew laughed at some of the casualties. Among the casualties were two Reuters correspondents who were gunned down after their cameras were allegedly mistaken for weapons, and a driver who stopped to help one of the journalists. The driver's two children, who happened to be in the van at the time it was fired upon by the helicopter, suffered serious injuries. There is nothing defensible about crimes such as these perpetrated by the government. When any government becomes almost indistinguishable from the evil it claims to be fighting, whether that evil takes the form of war, terrorism, torture, drug trafficking, sex trafficking, murder, violence, theft, pornography, scientific experimentations, or some other diabolical means of inflicting pain, suffering, and servitude on humanity, that government has lost its claim to legitimacy. These are hard words, but hard times require straight talking. It's easy to remain silent in the face of evil. What is harder, what we lack today and so desperately need, are those with moral courage who will risk their freedoms and lives in order to speak out against evil in its many forms. Throughout history, individuals or groups or Groups of individuals have risen up to challenge the injustices of their age. Nazi Germany had its Dietrich Bonhoeffer. The gulags of the Soviet Union were challenged by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. America had its color-coded system of racial segregation and warmongering called out for what it was, blatant discrimination and profiteering by the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. And then there was Jesus Christ an itinerant preacher and revolutionary activist who not only died challenging the police state of his day, namely the Roman Empire, but provided a blueprint for all civil disobedience that would be followed by those, religious or otherwise, who came after him. Indeed, it is fitting that we remember Jesus Christ, the religious figure worshipped by Christians for his death on the cross and subsequent resurrection. He paid the ultimate price for speaking out against the police state of his day. A radical nonconformist who challenged authority at every turn, Jesus was a far cry from the watered-down, corporatized, simplified, gentrified, sissified vision of a meek creature holding a lamb that most modern churches peddle. In fact, 
He spent his adult life speaking truth to power, challenging the status quo of his day, and pushing back against the abuses of the Roman Empire. Much like the American Empire today, the Roman Empire of Jesus' day had all the characteristics of a police state. Secrecy, surveillance, a widespread police presence, a citizenry treated like suspects with little recourse against the police state, perpetual wars, a military empire, martial law, and political retribution against those who dared to challenge the power of the state. For all the accolades poured out upon Jesus, little is said about the harsh realities of the police state in which he lived and its similarities to the modern-day American police state, yet they are striking. Unfortunately, the radical Jesus, the political dissident who took aim at injustice and oppression, has been largely forgotten today, replaced by a congenial, smiling Jesus, trotted out for religious holidays, but otherwise rendered mute when it comes to matters of war, power, and politics. Yet for those who truly study the life and teachings of Jesus, the resounding theme is one of outright resistance to war, militarism, materialism, and empire. What a marked contrast to the advice being given to Americans by church leaders today, and I'm quoting here, submit to your leaders and those in authority, which in the American police state translates to complying, conforming, submitting, obeying any orders, deferring to authority, and generally doing whatever a government official tells you to do. Telling Americans to march in lockstep and blindly obey the government or put their faith in politics and vote for a political savior flies in the face of everything for which Jesus lived and died. Ultimately, this is the contradiction that must be resolved if the radical Jesus, the one who stood up to the Roman Empire and was brutally crucified as a warning to others not to challenge the powers that be, is to be an example for our modern age. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, we must decide whether we will follow the path of least resistance, willing to turn a blind eye to what Martin Luther King Jr. referred to as the evils of segregation and the crippling effects of discrimination, to the moral degeneracy of religious bigotry and the corroding effects of narrow sectarianism, to economic conditions that deprive men of work and food and the insanities of militarism and the self-defeating effects of physical violence or whether we will be transformed into nonconformists dedicated to justice, peace, and brotherhood. As Martin Luther King explained in a powerful sermon delivered in 1954, and I'm quoting here, This command not to conform comes from Jesus Christ, the world's most dedicated nonconformist, whose ethical nonconformity still challenges the conscience of mankind. We need to recapture the gospel glow of the early Christians, who were nonconformists in the truest sense of the word and refused to shape their witness according to the mundane patterns of the world. Willingly, they sacrificed fame, fortune, and life itself in behalf of a cause they knew to be right. Quantitatively small, they were quantitatively giants. Their powerful gospel put an end to such barbaric evils as infanticide and bloody gladiatorial contests. Finally, they captured the Roman Empire for Jesus Christ. The hope of a secure and livable world lies with disciplined nonconformists who are dedicated to justice, peace, and brotherhood. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. 
To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.